mobile app. You are listening to Dunson. Today is February 9th. The thoughts and opinions on Dunson are not those of Radio Free Brooklyn. They may not even be our own. We just say shit. If you would like to say shit, the phone number is 718-928-9732. Once again, Catherine Dunn is running late as usual, uh, but I found this man outside and brought him in. Uh, uh, Sir? Uh. Yes, hello. Uh, Yes, so... uh, you look like an interesting type of fellow. Yes, thank you. I am. Uh, you, you know, I know in New York there's a lot of, you know, models, actors, dancers, and singers. And I just say you, you look like the uh, creative type, per se. Well, uh, it sometimes shows on your face. Yes, uh, uh, I could see your face uh, looks like you've been through a lot. I'm actually young, young, younger than I look. Younger than you look? Yes, uh, I've lived. I don't know. You you don't look very young to me. A very hard life. Have, have you been to jail? Life is a prison. We're all in jail. Oh, so I could see you're a fan of Igmar Bergman. Am I? Well, that's something I think he would say. Are you familiar with Bergman, sir? Are you familiar with the works of this man? You're holding up a, a blank napkin. Read the name. It's blank. There is no name. You're an idiot. <laughs> it's not. Listen. I mean, you could talk about my intelligence all you'd want, but uh, you sound like a very smart person can to call me. Can you not read this? Because only the most intelligent can see it. <laughs> can I see it? So wait, you saying I have to be a part of some sort of perception society or something in order to read that? <laughs> like only the chosen few can can read that? I'm sorry, but this man is breaking up right now. You fucking broke me. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I can't do it. You're impossible. It's hilarious. Greg! Greg, where are you, you hives-having son of a bitch? Greg, I don't think you actually have hives. I think you're just hiding from me doing a reading on you. Yeah. Are you scared, Greg? I think you're a scared-ass little bitch, and that's why you're not here right now. I think you're... Hives my ass. He's like, is it stress? Yeah, it's stress, because you're about to be woke. (laughs) Your your perception's about to be realigned, and you can't handle it, you hives-having bitch. Yeah, so so instead of being part of the hive, now he just has hives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty ironic. I guess. <laughs> oh man, I we like went over all this shit in the hallway and you're just <laughs> fucking with me. I'm like, I can't. I don't want to do this. <laughs> you're s- not fun. This isn't fun. <laughs> you're not making this fun for oh, me. Oh boo. No, it's like it's a lot like just masturbating. <laughs> For, like, a person who's yelling, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) And when Greg does it, it's different. (laughs) What, when he masturbates? Because, like, no, when when I masturbate in front of Greg and he goes, you're doing it wrong, I just, like, defiantly 
argue and do it more wrong. Like I'm like, oh, is that wrong? Well, I'll do it more wrong. And and that's that's our dynamic. And there was none of that with you. And I'm like, this isn't fun. <laughs> you can't expect to have the same dynamic with me. What? No. Yes, I can. That's not how dynamics work. Greg is calling my phone phone. Why is he <laughs> doing this to me? Like, is the phone not working? I'm going to just turn it up and uh, see what happens. The phone's not. So, I, Greg, I don't know if you're trying to call, but try to call. Maybe there's something weird and the phone's not working. Uh, or do you not know the number after all these years? 718-928-9732. Yeah, because there it is. Aha. Uh-huh. Did you really not know the number? Do you want to? Do you want to sit Benadryl's in? Benadryl's a hell of a drug. Okay, you guys. Benadryl. Benadryl. Like that's Tom. Like, Tom. I called the wrong number Lovely. like five times. Wait, do it again. Say hi. <laughs> Sorry. Benadryl. There it is. Benadryl. <laughs> <laughs> We're all high on Benadryl. <laughs> I got so mad at him when he said it was a blank piece of paper. I wanted to fucking kill him. Because let me tell you what shit he fucking put on me in the hallway. Because he's just like a fucking bunny rabbit. Like, I can't explain. Just getting an idea out of him is like trying to like, I don't know, catch a bunny rabbit. So You mean catch a chicken? No. I said what I said. Rabbits aren't hard to catch. They sit still. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Uh, first of all, I've had rabbits as pets before. That is completely untrue. <laughs> they run faster and they can get out of any situation if they really want to. Yeah, they do what the fuck they want. And they're cutesy little flopsy things just jumping around like. Dee! I guess I'm thinking of my experiences with my old cats that used to attack the rabbits outside. Yeah, you're talking about well, cats attacking cats rabbits? Are fucking my rabbits that I had. Uh, we used to let them cat, be cat sit, would be babysat with a lady that had a cat, and I rather to beat up the cat if I got anywhere near them. So, you just got bad rabbits. Aww. Yeah, I remember specifically the cat came outside and like half of the rabbit, like its hair was like off, so we had to like pull the cat back in, like, hey, get back in here. I want to attempt wow. to explain to you the character because I can't think about anything else, and you're talking about rabbits. And cats, and I can't think about anything else because I well, need to Well, first of all, you told me to sass you. No. You did. That is not what I meant. <laughs> but that's not even what I'm talking about. Um, hey, hey, Catherine. Yeah? How do you like being trolled on your show? I like it. <laughs> yeah. So, Craig, he just trolled you and you did not like it. No, because, listen, let me tell you the character that Frankie wanted me to play. Uh-huh. He wanted me to play. What's this person's name? Pierre Kirby. Great. And I don't know much about Pierre Kirby. So, but, but that's not what he said at first. He just kept changing what he wanted me to do. He kept like adding shit. So at first he's like, I want you to be a cinephile. No, wait, I want you to be a director who like is obsessed with his work. And he thinks his work is like the Da Vinci code and he's, he's post dementia. See, he finds it funny. It is. <laughs> but wait, I know why Greg's laughing. You don't. Why are you laughing, Greg? Yeah, I think it's insane. That's why I'm laughing. Because, <laughs> like, how many extra... Go on, what were you saying? 
Well, I think that it's only fun to pick on Catherine's lack of knowledge if there's multiple people doing it. Like, you bring up, like, Ingmar Bergman, and Catherine, and Catherine was like, I could just hear Catherine get angry. <laughs> no, that worked. That I was fine with. Because it worked with whatever the fuck we we're doing. But but he, I was like, I'm not going to do that person. So we're going to do, like, a character based off that person. Can you come up with a name? He then says some name after, like, doing whatever oracle reading shit to like come up with this name i think it was renee yeah renee what so instead of kirby you use another comic book name so renee jurgens great so my name the, the name of the director that i was supposed to be obsessed with was renee jurgens so i was like please just remind me <laughs> of the thing you wanted <laughs> and he's just like the plate the page is blank like fuck this <laughs> I'm done I'm not doing the weird shit with too much extra shit to, to be fully to be fully honest it's like getting that thrown off I think Frankie's doing a good job <laughs> is that the, the motive is that the whole thing have you listened to our show <laughs> do you think I've listened to our show no, I don't. I don't think you, I think you've listened to the first five minutes of every episode. That was like a move in chess just now. Like, have you listened to our show? <laughs> Do you think I've... <laughs> Yola's only seen like five minutes of a lot of movies. <laughs> Yola is amazing. She's only listened to portions of our entire show. Well, she was on it. <laughs> she didn't even listen to the entire show she was on. Yeah, she was like half listening while she was on it. <laughs> Yola, I know you're not listening, but I love you. Please call. She might be. <laughs> she's eating crackers. She calls in, I'm hanging up. What? What'd you say? She calls in, I'm hanging up so she can talk because she's better than me on this show. No, but you'll take turns, just like I do when I troll the show. So, so Greg, are you familiar with Pierre Kirby? No, I actually don't know who that is. Yeah, and then he's like, and I, and then I'm like, okay, so I'll do it like a like a French accent. He's like, no, you got to do it like an Italian man who's trying to sound American because he's overdubbed. And I'm like, Frank, you're adding <laughs> so much shit. When I think I understand what we're doing, it's like she's never seen any Lucio Fucci movie, basically. Yeah, I've never seen a Lucio Fucci movie. <laughs> no one's seen that stuff. No, what? fuck you. Everyone has seen Lucio Fucci. <laughs> And it was going to be a lot of fun. The whole character was going to be so much fun. I think that you just need to simple, uh, simplify your concepts, Frankie. Like that's what like, I was telling him. Yeah, like, for, like you, like you, you should. The concept should have just been: I met this lady outside, but her mouth doesn't. Her mouth looks like it's being dubbed over. It's really disturbing. And then that's the whole concept. I don't know about and that. <laughs> See, now you're but not like, even approving of Greg's simplification. I, this is why we do it on air. I don't have time to say no. <laughs> okay? You pick the song, you tell me what I'm doing, we do it, we go. That's it. Not all this fucking extra shit. Um, but no, we, we decided that I would just be like, in the end, I would just be someone who is a cinephile about this one director who's nobody's ever heard of them. I think he's a genius. Turns out it's me. I faked my own death. <laughs> Frank's like, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I'm having trouble following it, and you just explained it to me. <laughs> I understand it. Basically, I'm Kaufman. If Kaufman faked his own death and was obscure. <laughs> Wait, you're talking about Lloyd or Andy? I know. <laughs> dead one. Lloyd's still alive, right? Or Charlie. Lloyd is still alive. Lloyd is still alive, yeah. and so is Charlie. Okay, good. We've got some Kaufmans. 
Got plenty of Kaufmans. Full house. Now, Greg, you, uh, do you realize that uh, Pierre Kirby went missing back in 1985? Yeah, did you know that? I told you I don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> but did you know How that? I know that, but I don't know who that is. In addition to going missing in 1985, because when they looked into his work, they realized, wait a minute, where is he now? Because that's popular on the internet. And they couldn't do a where is he now because he's been missing. Also, here's an interesting link. Quentin Tarantino. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. Kevin, that's one of your favorite jokes is moving on. I fucking love her. <laughs> what did I fucking connect to Pizzagate last night? All you have to do is say something that re- requires more questions than answers and say moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you're wrong. These are the answers. All right. Here we go. Ready? Follow me. Okay. Jean-Benet Ramsey. Yes. Unsolved child murder. Okay. Potential sexual assault. Okay. Moving on. Pizza Gate. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Pizza Gate and John Benet Ramsey. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah. Things that don't help the conversation whatsoever. Then you say moving on. Oh, I think that the, the, the connections are pretty fucking clear. Uh-huh. Over here we got John Benet Ramsey. Here we got Pizza Gate. Boom. Why is it unsolved? Moving on. So, so was John Benet, was she lactose? <laughs> That's the only connection I can make. What? Well, Frankie, we're moving on. <laughs> you just blew my mind. What the fuck? They didn't eat her. No one's intolerant of eating babies. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, if she was lactose, then that would have some sort of conspiracy connection to Pizzagate. Frank. Then you could make a connection. I don't even understand. <laughs> Frankie, have I told you you're my, you're my favorite guest? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking nuts. What you just said is fucking nuts. Because <laughs> I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you're my favorite. Uh, you guys are my favorite hosts. Have I told you that? So, uh, so Catherine's uh, wearing a Lady and the Tramp shirt that I've never seen before. She's at the end of her laundry. <laughs> uh, that's where you're wrong, Greg. Yeah, you just did your laundry. You told me that earlier today. Normally, you'd be right. But you're wrong. And here's where you're wrong. This shirt was given to me when I couldn't fit in it. So I put it aside, knowing that I wasn't going to be able to wear it. And then I was going to get rid of it. Uh-huh. But then... But then... Ooh, do you want we have to suspense. Do you want to put it on? Be on the air? Yeah. I'll do it for a minute. Sure. We have a All guest. Right, guys. We have a really very well. exciting pop-in guest oh, on Don Sun. Wow. Please welcome. Can I can say your name and your show, right? Yeah, I don't care. Please welcome, Doc. Dr. Lisa is it gives a shit or doesn't Dr. give a Lisa, shit? Dr. Lisa gives a shit every yeah. Thursday, 2 to 3 p.m. Listen. That is an amazing synchronicity that just happened right there. I, I literally just got done saying I don't give a shit. Oh, really? That's yeah. so funny. That's well, why I, I was feel... like, is it gives a shit or doesn't so give need... a shit? <laughs> I give a shit. You need my, you, you should give a shit. Yeah. Well, I don't know. 
don't give a shit because I give a shit and I don't need any, any competition. So now we have a we have polarities <laughs> going on. You don't need any shit giving competition. Yeah, we Frank. don't. We so don't what need, did I walk into here? A shit storm. We don't a need shit a shit off. I give a shit storm. <laughs> a shit storm. No, yeah. you walk. We don't want Frankie giving a shit. Is somebody on the? Oh yeah. Oh, I don't have my headphones yeah. on. What'd you say? Say that again. Say that again, Greg. Oh, I said no one wants Frankie giving a shit anyway. It's fine. <laughs> no one wants him emitting a shit <laughs> or the waft of shit. I took a shit this morning. I don't think I did. Did you take a shit this morning, Frankie? Yes, I did. I have to tell you, I'm really happy I did because it took two tries. Like the first try, I thought I was going to do it. And then I was like, that hasn't happened to me in a long time. And then when it finally happened, I was so happy. As happy as my dog who like, once she takes a shit, she just bounds down the street. Like, you know. Yeah. No, my dog the same way. And she's, oh, you're, I've met your dog. My You're dog so is a mean. double deucer. Your dog is adorable. I love your dog. She's so mean. No. She is. I met a very sweet dog that I was told was yours. What mean really? dog are you talking well, about? You, well, you must, the dog must have liked you or something. Oh, definitely we got along. Or maybe Catherine just likes aggressive dogs. Well, I mean, Trixie's pretty aggressive, but like, <laughs> she's not like violent aggressive. She's like, love me aggressive. No, it's probably yeah, because okay. I'm really... Voice. Is there's another person? This is my co-host Greg, who has hives, which is the bullshittiest excuse that he's ever given. Last time it was he shat himself like a baby with a diaper. I'm going up his back. (laughs) Are you glad you're not looking at the hives? So hives are gross. Are they contagious? No, it's like an allergic reaction. Allergic reaction to what? Being woke. I don't know what I ate or did, but. No, it's an allergic reaction no. to uh, having his energy red. Yeah. <laughs> We've been planning this episode. This is the second week in a row that we're not doing the episode. Yeah. That you plan? That we plan. The well, one time we planned something. <laughs> See, as, as Dr. Lisa, I would say that's psychological. You're really nervous or have some resistance to doing the show. What do you think? Greg, uh, I think you should focus on what Lisa just said. You know, she's right? And I thought it outside. <laughs> and you know what? This is really interesting because what you did was very like defended. Like you put the blame on Catherine. You didn't want to see your role in it. <laughs> so what's that about? What do you have resistance to doing this? Tell us. No, I think it's funny. I want to do it. What are you doing every Saturday at three? <laughs> <laughs> you really need some help here. You know. <laughs> I can't. Not me, not Catherine, but, but Greg. I, but 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 I get I get a little sense. Maybe there's a little narcissism in here. Is there? Because in n- the rumor, no. Phone. Uh, what's this guy's name? <laughs> Greg. Co- Greg. I thought you were Greg. No, that's Frankie. No, I'm Frankie. 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 So, Greg, I'm wondering, you know, because no, you know, if you uh, if you're you know narcissist, if you're if you have a little bit of that particular kind of self-love it's very hard to like you know break through to or see how you can you know you don't want you might not want to fix it or do anything about it and that's okay what do you, what do you mean by that self-love because i really hate myself that's the one thing oh typical creative person big ego <laughs> low self-esteem right yeah i mean i don't know why anyone would like me to be honest 
You're yeah, just, well, you're just fishing for compliments. No, <laughs> exactly, exactly. For our regular listeners, episode number twenty-two for fourteen eighteen, uh, you can listen to Greg being a narcissist and saying how much he loves when there's no guest because he gets all the microphones. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. I'm saying that any radio show host has to be have some fucking narcissism. <laughs> <laughs> She did not look at me when she said that. <laughs> or the mirror. You know what I think you should do, Catherine? Seriously, this is what I think you should do next time. And Frankie, why are you here then? Are you re- are you replacing? You're a nice guy. You, I got a good vibe off of you. You did. Oh, uh, yeah, you're good with are vibes. You re- are you replacing? Uh, why? You're here live. Are you here? Was he? Well, I was supposed to do a reading on Greg today. Oh, what kind of reading? Uh, psychic reading. I do. I oh, do. do I do readings as a readings? hobby. Yeah. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would like that. Yeah, I'm big into energies. I'm very sensitive to energies. Maybe you, and you all should that. come on my show and do me. Would you do that? Yeah, I totally would. Okay, we gotta hook that up. Okay. I mean, we're pretty free for him. He could do you right Is he now. Good? <laughs> Is he You've good? got privacy curtains. Really? I what mean, do you think? <laughs> I have no privacy. Privacy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, kidding about doing you. You know what? I I've been naked in public so many times at this point. I don't give a <laughs> Burning I Man. I need to do that. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, just you public. know that story. Do you know that story? How I sat in a art gallery. Do you know the story? How I sat in an art gallery for like two on days, a- naked on a toilet with another toilet in front of me. I like do, Marina Abramovic. Do want to hear it? If you want to share, this it with sounds our amazing because it's amazing. I know it, but Frankie doesn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, I did this performance piece about two years ago, and uh, I just woke up one day and I was really pissed off about the art world and Marina Abramovic and how arrogant she is and how great she was until she became successful. And now she's a narcissistic asshole. <laughs> and so I, I was motivated to do this this performance because Marina Abramovic did The Artist is President where she sat in the Museum of Modern Art in a gown and had people come in and sit across from her while she, they just had staring contests and it went on for like a month or something. Uh, actually, what everybody talked about most, and I found this out from this project, is that they all wanted to know how she went to the bathroom without getting up. Was there a toilet? Never mind. So anyway, the no, thing, I love it. Uh, the thing <laughs> is, I'm so listening. So anyway, I'm the thing fucking with shit, futzing. I'm looking. I'm engaged. I love this. So anyway, the thing about her is that I thought she, I thought what she did was such an asshole move because what she did was she put herself kind of on like a throne like a god and that the whole world was supposed to and because of the place where she was the atrium of moma that people come in and it's very intimidating they wait online they're told it's important and frankly it's fucking boring who gives a shit about sitting across from marina another person like she's some goddess i think this Guy Frankie would get you get more out of him. At least he's a psychic. <laughs> At least he's what? At least he's a psychic. He's got something to offer. <laughs> At least there's something going on. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I arranged with Christopher Stout Gallery, Christopher being a friend of mine. So we did this uh, piece where I got two toilets from Home Depot and I put them like, I set up this situation just like Marina Abramovic. It was called the artist is humbly present. And I sat naked on the toilet and then other people came and sat across from me just like Marina, except I was 
humble. I was on a toilet. I'm 62 years old, so you can picture what that looks like she naked. does not look 62. Oh, man, that does not look... Let me tell you something, honey. That's... You don't... I mean, look, it wasn't like... There wasn't any kind of like... I, it was not a babe. It was not a babe, typical naked babe thing. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... So, but, like, the guys are getting... Sorry, go ahead. No, no one got hard. No one got hard. But you know what was really weird? I'll tell you this one story that was actually really weird because I was very conscious that it was, like, just nudity, not sexuality. And I was a little nervous, but, you know, that somebody might... Whatever, but... So, the first guy that came in was some really weird old fucking pervert dude and he just sat there and stared at me and I knew that he and so I hadn't even figured out like how long it was going to take or what it was going to feel like and so right away I was dealing with this sort of like because I didn't want to ask people to leave I it was in my mind that I you know it was going to happen how it happened but anyway so I'm sitting with this guy and I had to it went on for like you know a while, 10 minutes or 15 minutes maybe would be a long time. And uh, I was thinking the whole time, like what my ethics about the situation were. And I mean, he didn't, he wasn't acting threatening in any way except sitting there. And I kept thinking, what am I going to do? And then I wound up being, I was looking at my husband who was standing there thinking like he would help me out. He would feel, he would get the vibe and be pro pro protective. But so I, but no, no, he didn't give a fuck. So I finally got, I finally said to the guy, thank you. And I got up and then he left. That's how I got rid of him. You got up. I got wow. up. That was the only time I had to do that. That's like a game of chicken. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only time. So anyway, uh, so anyway, just back to Greg here. So Greg, <laughs> Greg, uh, yeah. Have you ever been in therapy? I've tried before, yeah. We yeah. have so many follow-up questions. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Moving I think, on. I think, I think, I think, uh, yeah, I think, you know what? When you're ready for it, you'll deal with your narcissism. It's really hard. Okay, I gotta go. I gotta go. You've been a lovely guest. That was amazing. Yeah. I love it. Thank you, you for having me. I'm so glad I wound up on your show. Thank you. I'm so Thank glad you. you did too. Come back and actually be a guest for the whole hour if you have time. Do you want to discuss this or do you want us to do it? Oh, yeah, you could do it. You could do it. I'm sure? actually meeting somebody. Yeah. Take care. Yeah. Oh, let's, right. let's network. Let's yes. network. Here we go. Join us for a night of comedy and storytelling as comedians perform material informed by their no, experiences with sexual right. assault and rape. Well, Our word for it. Oh, the copy is actually... I know what this is about. The copy You're actually just, doesn't have all the words on it. You can just take down my number. You can turn it over. No, but I mean like it, it, it doesn't... It got cut off? Yeah. Okay, well, do the best you can. Awesome, thank I you. I actually know a little bit about this, and I highly recommend you guys check it out. It's actually on the 11th at 9 p.m. at Pine Box Rock Shop, which is 12 Bratton Street, right by here. It's no dollars whatsoever. You can go on Facebook and check it out. Um, but yeah, it's about uh, different comics who have dealt with sexual assault and uh, rape. And I don't know what they wrote here, but they say our word for it, find yourself, come asking for it, is what it's called. It's called asking for it. Uh, so do check that out. Greg. Check it out. Greg. You there? Yeah. That was my favorite guest because she called you a narcissist. <laughs> yeah, she called me a narcissist like almost immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so 
just like Frankie can read your energy, she read. <laughs> yeah, that's all I was just about to say the that. <laughs> she read the energy. Of a narcissist. I was kind of hoping that there was going to be a reading happening in here. <laughs> but it didn't. No. I've never been called a narcissist so quick. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I've never been called a narcissist. <laughs> you said so quick. Time is moving faster now. Everyone has been called a narcissist. Like even people that are like really nice and aren't narcissists have been called a narcissist. Somebody's like, going to call you a narcissist eventually. I mean, I'm definitely. Is not that like one. a New York thing? No, that's like a universal American thing. Someone's going to call you a narcissist. Wait, I don't think I've ever been called a narcissist. Did you know that narcissists... I've totally been called a narcissist. <laughs> yeah, now. I've, I've called you a narcissist. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember this. You, It was behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? I could be serious, Frank. You don't know. <laughs> don't laugh at me. Yeah, have you seen that, Frankie? What a fucking narcissist <laughs> he is. I heard today that narcissists, believe it or not, don't like looking in the mirror. What? Why are they Dracula? Pretty much. They're energy vampires, so it makes sense. Mm. Is it because if they see Moving any on. of their flaws, they get upset? Yeah, pretty much. No, that, I don't care about mirrors. They're just there. My whole wall in my living room is a mirror. So the one YouTube video that I saw... <laughs> my like, You're not going to do the whole narcissistic check, checklist. You're just going to go with the one YouTube I saw. Okay. So mirrors are apparent. This proves anything. I don't think that... Uh, we can go into how much of a narcissist I clearly am based on whether I like mirrors or not. No. Well, uh, recently I was... That's not what makes you a narcissist. It's everything else. <laughs> not just the mirrors. Uh, oh, okay. So, apparently mirrors are like a window to the soul. They, uh, some I thought people that was eyes. Eyes, but when uh, trying to... Ref- Sorry, when trying to reflect on yourself... Uh, apparently there's this whole like duality thing with mirrors because in um what is it in bandersnatch uh the main character was told to go through a mirror uh to uh go through parallel dimensions and then in donnie darko he went uh, did the whole mirror thing as well Hmm. Uh, i mean i mean frankie those are fiction uh (laughs) <laughs> Alice in Wonderland goes through a mirror Hug a bunch goes through yeah. a mirror uh, First of all, looking glass The second one <laughs> I guess, yeah, right so, looking glass. so why can't vampires be seen in mirrors? Aren't vampires like uh, Parables, for like uh, Christian parables? I thought they were uh, For STDs No, they are uh, What? So from what I understand, the origin of the vampire actually comes from um, James Joyce, and his original vampire wasn't supernatural. It was the notion of a man um, basically uh, picking up a a mother's daughter and taking her away from the mother. Wait, so you're saying, are you saying the word vampire or the concept of a vampire? The concept of a vampire was originally not supernatural. Yeah, but... I can't imagine that the the legend that led, led to vampires is not older than James Joyce. Well, Joyce and Stoker both were around in the same time period, and they're both Irish. Yeah, but, okay. I mean, that wasn't that long ago, to be, like, in human history. 
So you think there's like a uh, the, a myth of the vampire pre uh, Vlad the Impaler or whatever? I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, I I'd have to look into that. I don't know. But there's been things like vampires in um, folklore for a very long time. Whether or not they are Dracula is another question. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I've never heard of any like biblical references to any sort of like uh, any vampires in any biblical sense. I'll say that. Yeah, but there's things in like there's like things in like Greek mythology that predate biblical stuff that is like that things are basically vampires. Hmm, that's interesting. I don't know of any uh, Greek gods that were vampires, but you might be on something about that. I mean, I'm not saying that gods. There's a lot of things that are like monsters that are like half gods that are. In Greek mythology, right? Yeah. I could, I could remember this entirely wrong. Let's be fully honest. <laughs> Catherine, what's your, your Greek? What's your expertise on Greek mythology? I'm eating crackers. <laughs> what type of crackers? The big kind, which I swear are just normal size crackers. <laughs> Yola, so, Yola, if you're listening, please uh, 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 text me and let me know what type of crackers you're eating. Yeah, no, call in. Call in and give us, uh, look up things on Wikipedia for us. Yes. Uh, We want you to be our official show assistant because we love you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was telling Frankie uh, last episode, do you want to tell Greg about the clothing? Wait, wait, what are you referencing? When I went to your... Oh, okay. So like uh, (laughs) there was a time where uh, uh, Catherine uh, slept over Yola's and... We have this like small couch. Uh, you've you've been there. You've seen it. Uh, so like she passed out on that couch, but before she passed out, she asked if we like had any like pajamas or anything like that. And then Yola is like, I don't have anything that'll fit you, which like hurt my feelings because <laughs> I thought she was calling me fat. <laughs> so Yola eventually goes into the closet and finds some pajamas and hands it to Catherine, and Catherine looks at it like, Are you serious? No, I put it on. Well, she put it on, but after she put it on, it looked like she went to, uh, looked like you're out of the movie Big. <laughs> it reminded me of like the scene in Ski Patrol where. Ski Patrol! Uh, very important. what's Ski Patrol? Explain that to me. It's a movie that I looked up and is very important in my life. <laughs> <laughs> what year is it from? How I don't know. You've got the internet. 89. Is it? Yeah. yeah. So, like, almost 10 years before I was born. See, uh-huh. I, I think it's funny that you've never seen Ski School, but you know Ski Patrol. I know Ski School, and I know Ski Patrol. Ski Patrol is better. But Ski School has hotter people. So, anyway. That is true. Um, what? The fuck? what? <laughs> you guys are discussing the merits of Ski Patrol and Ski <laughs> I will always discuss right. the merits. And we're right. <laughs> All I'm saying is this, is this episode has a niche audience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as opposed to our other wider oh. reaching <laughs> episodes. The global audience episodes. <laughs> Where we talk about the video games that broke us. But anyway, so it's like that scene in Ski Patrol where uh, the little guy is given these pills and told that they're going to make him gigantic. And then they take him into the Christmas village that's like one of these fake elf houses. And they put him on one of the little elf beds. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm gigantic. And then he like breaks through the house. 
feeling like a giant, like these pills have worked. So I thought they were fucking with me because they've got the small couch. They've got the small clothes. And I'm like, they're fucking with me. Yeah, but Catherine, you're like two feet taller than both of them. Turns out it looks ridiculous when you wear clothes. <laughs> <laughs> when you share clothing, yeah. It really came up to my elbows. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Just imagine if you were like staying at a shelter and that's the clothes that they gave you. Why would I ever want to imagine that? <laughs> Because that that would be the only logical scenario in which those clothes would actually be worn like that. I mean, they were also worn at a friend's house. <laughs> that was a logical scenario. In yeah, which but they how were often worn. do you go to a friend's house and say, you know what? Can I pass out in your clothes? Every time. Yeah, Wait, yeah. what? This is Catherine, not a normal person. <laughs> Is that not normal? Greg, Greg have you ever done Catherine, this? Catherine, you know you're not normal. What? <laughs> Wait, you don't just always pass out in your friend's clothes? <laughs> Never. I've ever passed out in any of my friend's clothes. I, when I have friends stay over, I offer them clothing to sleep in. Not you, Frank. <laughs> Never me. No. Because then I have Should to burn, burn them. them. <laughs> no. I mean, if you didn't burn them and you tried to put them on, they would just slip right off afterwards. No, because they would be too crusty to put on. They'd be like already hard. I'd have to chisel to get You'd in. You'd have them. to chisel. You, you crusty man. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. hey I'm no, I'm not crusty. My You're mom's crusty. my mom's new husband is crusty. Huh? They call him crusty. Cuz he looks like crusty. Oh god. He sort of looks like Ron Jeremy. He is crusty. I view him as slippery. <laughs> yeah, he, you can't quite get me. Do you think you could lift a Frankie or do you think it would be hard to lift a Frankie? Lift a Frankie? Yeah. How I many Gregs does it take? Your arm, I think he just slip right through your arms. Okay, well, here's what actually happens when you lift a Frankie. He's made of lead. <laughs> All of Frankie is made of lead. His bones are lead. Okay, so here's the thing. In two weeks, or whenever, because next week I am, I'm out of town, we should have, after Frankie does my reading, I should lift Frankie off the ground. Okay. Sounds about right. Wear a back brace. <laughs> Wear a back brace, Greg. I should, don't want you calling out sick to the next episode because your back is broken. Should we have a medic on hand? We need a medic, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you realize how dense Frankie's bones are. Frankie, Frankie, do, how much do you weigh? A thousand tons. <laughs> uh, 133. He's talking kilos. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, we're not discussing how weak you are. We're just discussing how much you weigh. So there was a time when Catherine was challenging my strength and <laughs> said that I could not pick her up. And not only did I do it, but I did it within like a half a second. I'm laughing because yeah. I don't remember anything. <laughs> so I know I was high. Where were we? I, also, uh, I, don't, I know that this is true, even though Catherine doesn't remember it. That's why I'm laughing, because I'm like, this story's great. I get to learn about me, something I don't already know about myself. <laughs> Which is every story someone tells you about you. Oh, speaking of, if you'd like to hear more stories about me, uh, consider donating to the show and sponsoring the show, because without your donations and specifically your sponsorship, we'll cease to exist. We are a 501c3, which means that the donations are, in fact, tax deductible. Yeah, yeah, we don't know how long, much longer the show will go on because we can't afford to keep it up. Let's we be cannot. 
That's why we need you guys, please. And thank yeah. you. Please. Jeez, please. <laughs> but yeah, no. What, what, when, 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 when did this happen? What happened? Uh, Where? Well, were we, we in public or at, in private? No, this is definitely in public, but we've okay. been at, we've been at some like, weird places. So Was it like, was it in front of people? Like, you can't fucking lift me. And then there was like a people around us. There was, was definitely people us? around us. So just the two of us having a chat. I believe it was outside the old people's improv theater where the loft is now. Wow. And I believe we might've been in bad luck at the time. And, oh my God. And I believe it might've been Jake that was edging me on to even do it. He was egging you on to. Yeah. What? To pick you up. Were they like, you can't lift this fucking beast? Uh, no, Jake knew I could do it. Huh? Yeah. Well, then who was betting against you? No, he wasn't betting. Ew. He said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing this like a fucking fighting ring and we're a bunch of chickens. Kevin's <laughs> like, no one can pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did I think? Why did I think you couldn't pick me up? <laughs> Was I like, I don't like my body. No way you could lift me. Or we're like, well, where did this, where did it even come from? Uh, I might have been after that Dada scene where you slapped the glasses off of my face from the back of my head. Real glasses or Dada glasses? No, they went flying. I slapped glasses off your face? Uh, what the fuck? It was you and Paul Lewinsky. That's psycho. Yeah. I did that? Yeah. What the fuck? It was you and Paul. You oh both, my God. You both slapped the back of my head at the same time. Oh, okay. So he may have been the one that slapped them off your face. No, it was both. <laughs> it was a who, combined impact. More importantly, who hit harder? Paul. That's right, he did. He's a fucking psycho. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I would not do that. I would stage hit you. I would never actually hit you. No, you guys hit me in the back of the head. And my glasses go flying. Well, we had and a then- lot of issues we weren't talking about. <laughs> And then you called me a Dada fuck. <laughs> were, wait, I hit you and then I called you Dada? Yes. Oh my God. And what everybody thought it was, and you thought it was a great scene. No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. The scene made no sense. That's why I called you a Dada fuck. All the yeah, gl- yeah. Catherine, I believe Frankie in this situation. No, I promise you I didn't like that scene. The only thing that I liked was your Dada fuck. And like, not necessarily liked so much as there's a moment that I'm going to remember it like an improv moment that for whatever reason is, is etched in my brain yeah. and I can picture you. I don't remember. There were like these little bird things that were filled with water and it was a pen and you would touch it and it would like fall and then it would like fill with water. And, and Oh yeah. The, the Simpsons thing. Do you know what I'm talking about, Greg? It's the, uh, Greg, it's the episode, the Danny DeVito episode where, uh, DeVito, his stepbrother, puts the thing in front of Homer and Homer just keeps watching it. And he thinks that's the invention that he's trying to get the money for. Greg, are you there? Yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, do you know what we're talking about? The bird that goes into the water at all. Okay. The plant checked out for like half a second. Fuck you. You cracker eating. Fuck. All right. Listen, Um, I took a bunch of Benadryl and I'm only half awake. (laughs) Benadryl. I think it's funny how some people take Benadryl and they can't go to sleep, and then the other half of people take Benadryl and it makes them like almost like they took Xannies. Oh, I got to try some Benadryl and see what happens. So I took Benadryl and I looked at. I looked up. It took me forever to type in Radio Free Brooklyn's webpage. Then, <laughs> then, then I tried typing in the phone number 
the first thing that happened was I called Catherine's phone and went, no, hang up. Then I called, like, the wrong number, like, four times, trying to type in the number that was on the screen. Oh, man, I hope you trolled real people. I, I probably, I mean, they got one ring, that's what I'm If <laughs> They got one ring. I, uh, I don't know if 513 is an area code, is it? It is. It is? Yeah, why? For, like, where? I don't fucking know. Why are we talking about this? Because I was call, uh, calling you last night, I accidentally called a 513. They never called back. No, nah, that's real. I've got 513s in my phone. Greg, do you know where 513 is? No, I I mean, I could get in front of a computer, but it would probably take me 10 minutes to type it in. Stop it. Anyway, so, all right, just picture Frankie bending at the waist, no, at the at the hips, like a bird that like drinks, there's like a toy, it drinks water. Then it gets filled with water, and then because it's filled so it's with... like a drinky bird, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, like it's also, like, gravity and, like, fucking science that makes this... It, it works off of evaporation. Continue. What? Really? The way that it works is evaporation. Continue. Okay, so you know what I'm talking about. So he's doing this, and I'm like, fuck you, you da-da fuck. Like, the scene made no sense. It was just, like... Like, it... I don't know how, but in my memory, it was edited as things that just didn't make sense. So it's basically every stereotype of a bad improv show. Continue. Yeah, yeah it was. Every one of our shows. <laughs> and that was all of them. Every one of them. We were called Bad Luck Rising. <laughs> and I feel like we lived up to the name. I don't mean to brag. <laughs> we probably were, like, until until now, we were probably the worst improv team ever. I mean, if if you're going on, like, so bad it's good, no. I don't know if we ranked there. No, I don't think we ever hit that. But I've maybe seen, I mean people did laugh at our shows, and I can't imagine it's because it was good. You know what I mean? Like it had to have just been. Well, in our very first show, we blew up a baby, and that got a laugh. So why did we do that? What do you mean we blew? Who? Who? What baby? So, so like Adam threw a grenade out the window, and then I went, "Oh my baby!" I just want to say that everything you said gave me no context as to what set that could have been. Because that was like a go-to move. <laughs> what, Adam throwing grenades out the window? Yeah, so, okay. How is that a go-to move? So, so Adam throws another grenade out the window, is what I hear. <laughs> another one of our shows where Adam's throwing grenades out windows. Um, And then what? So I remember... Wait a second. Oh, well. Ooh, this is tough, actually. A good Bad Luck Rising scene. No, I, I don't remember any. I I, <laughs> I I can't really remember anything we've done. <sighs> I know Matt Freed. No, no, he Look, he actually had I, a good is, set in another is, person. <laughs> he had a good it set. Was, <laughs> it was our show, but like Matt, I was like, oh, remember when Matt Freed did that? Really? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No. One of the guys on our team did a really good scene, but it wasn't with our team. <laughs> but it was our show. Uh, didn't mean you do that like with Free did the Starbucks. Yeah, that was whatever that was. I think that was fun, but I don't remember it. it, it I don't remember it being funny, but I remember it being fun. Yeah, I, I do remember like at the time being like, Matt Freed can't do more than one. Like such a weird mentality that we had where it was like, he's going to blow his load. It's like, so what? He can do more than one set. It was stupid. It was like weird young improv ideas that we had. I remember, like, whatever. <laughs> suck a dick. <laughs> you know Greg, Greg, about. do you remember all of your improv scenes? Because I do. I don't. No, uh, so I think that the majority of people don't. 
I, I, yeah. Once you get into that headspace of like just um, like doing and not thinking, yeah, not you don't thinking. remember anything. Really? Yeah. I don't know yeah, about I've that. So many improv shows, and I remember like very. I remember people. I will go back to Atlanta and see people I haven't seen in years that used to be in the audience of my shows. And they'd reference something from a show that I did, and I'll be like, "Why? Why are you doing that?" And they'll be like, "Oh, it's a reference." And I'm like, "I don't remember that at all." Uh, like that happens all the time. I will remember individual moments. Like there are moments that I will always just remember. It it won't be an entire set. It won't be like I won't know how or why we got there. Um, but I'll remember the moment. Like for example, I don't know why, but we were all a human bridge. It was probably something terrible and and very like I don't know. Probably offensive. I think this was offensive, but we were a human bridge and, uh, and then a piano almost fell on us. So I remember that an actual piano almost fell on us. And another time I was playing a dead person and my scene partner, I think kissed me. And I remember like thinking one, don't laugh two, this is amazing. And three trust. I was trusting my partner because like now I can't say anything. We're doing two prof. So that was like a moment where I was like, Oh, I feel really good. I trust this person to do whatever. Um, and I remember a scene that we did in a class, that person where I was, <laughs> this is so fucked. I was a child uh, and he was a murderer and I felt special cause he hadn't killed me yet. But I also felt jealous cause he kept like killing all these other women. How dark, how dark am I? Uh, this was before uh, I realized how dark this was before I started working on how dark I am. <laughs> And I'm still not like I'm nowhere. I was darker. I feel like Bad Luck <laughs> Rising was, really was like m- the murder fist of improv without any thought put into it of just what dark the for the fuck? sake of being dark. <laughs> Jake comes That's out and he's like a hard. Russian spy and he has AIDS. <laughs> you come out as like. Some like mental escape patient that's on the loose. Adam's throwing grenades. <laughs> Shane doesn't give a fuck about anything. He may or may not even be there. He may or may not even be there. And then O'Neill's like <laughs> jumping in on the side, <laughs> referencing some shit that we have no clue about because he's older than everybody else. Oh my God. <laughs> and you've dropped names. You're a monster. <laughs> Just with reckless abandon. <laughs> Well, I could keep going. Please how, do. How Soroka was ever part of the group, I'll never understand. <laughs> what are you talking about? So eventually, after I left and came back, I, I came to learn that after you left the group, Steven Soroka was with Jake and Adam. Everybody loved Adam. I don't understand how that even happened. He's a man. <laughs> male privilege. Male privilege. Imagine watching male privilege <laughs> from the outside, Frank. <laughs> I mean, you kind of out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Greg, what's your take on male privilege? I believe that it is a thing that we need to, that you have to be concerned about, and you have to look at it. You can't get rid of it, but you. It's and it doesn't mean that you did anything wrong. But being aware of it is important. Oh, I always agree that sentence is important. You'll never get me to disagree on that. My uncle, <coughs> my pointer uncle. Excuse me. Um, because he's, uh, raised me, uh, Jewish when I was younger, I came to learn that, uh, the Jewish religion can be very, uh, sexist at times. Yeah. A lot of religions are sexist. Keep going. (laughs) Well, I mean, 
my uncles kind of always had this uh, male privilege stance, and my uh, my aunt, rest in peace, uh, she kind of always like butted heads with him because she's like a free spirit female. Uh, you would have gotten along with her great cat. Um, and my uncle was more like you know like what's the word chauvinistic, very thick headed. So they always butted heads, and I hung out with my aunt more than my uncle, and eventually I think he got a little jealous because I wasn't following in his uh, porno, porno footsteps. footsteps. Nice. Yes, in his porno footsteps. <laughs> did that twice. You did that twice. <laughs> <laughs> and and now we have a friend who won an AVN award on a whim, which I think, it, well, not a friend, uh, a colleague, shall I say. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> Because I'm reading the vibe in the room. More uh, importantly, uh, <laughs> you should go to the Pine Box Rock Shop on the 11th <laughs> and check out Fuck. Check out Fuck? Yeah. No. It's awesome. I swear. I don't know. Like the copy. Asking for it. And check out Asking for it. Asking for uh, it sounds very... That's what it's about. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's uh, okay. I see. The did you not way. hear it earlier? Yeah, the, these women. Uh, well, actually, I don't think it's all women, but they're talking about their experience with sexual assault, and I don't know, like I guess rapey people, oh. um, rapiness or whatever. And that's Monday, February eleventh at nine p.m. at the Pine Box Rock Shop, and it's catharsis for comedians with Allison Clamp, Lizzie Cassidy, Christina Galston, Joseph Roberts, Vanetta oh, Roberts? Schofield, and Jen Welch. Do you know Joseph Roberts? Yes, I do. We went to go see ICP together. Oh, okay. <laughs> at Game Changers in New Jersey, I was manic at the time. It was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> the show was great, though. We got on stage with ICP. It was great. Show was great. Everything was great. Why wasn't there was great? A, there was a guy in a wheelchair, like moshing the ICP in the middle of the. What? How? <laughs> I don't know. Fr- like, Frankie, just... Frankie. What? Do you put on? Do you, I know that you're down to clown. But do you put on the makeup when you go to the show? Uh, I didn't put on the makeup, but I have put on the makeup in the past when I was a teenager and me and my friends would actually like do the makeup on each other. Uh, there was this one time in freshman year of high school in which I had my ex-girlfriend Fallon do the makeup for me uh, for Halloween. But then I couldn't kiss her for the rest of the day because she didn't want to get the makeup on her face. And it was really weird because then she started putting makeup on my face every day after that. <laughs> and I haven't stopped since. <laughs> I'm wearing makeup now. You just can't tell. That's so funny. Was she like? I don't know. She, she's probably not. She wrong. was Italian. I don't know what that means. Her name was Fallon. Anyway, where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me eating crackers at Yola's. Uh, no, you could. Uh, you could find me with the Banana Show at the Triple Crown, and I also do Mondays at nine. The Banana Show? Yes, The Banana Show. What's that? It's uh, me, Anthony Velez, and uh, Zach Brown, Clinton Boone. Uh, uh, we uh doing some green screen stuff, a little improv comedy, green little screen? podcast stuff, yeah. Podcast? Mm-hmm. Green screen? I don't understand all these words. How, how long is the show? Moving on. Greg, where can we find you? <laughs> uh, this week. You can find me in the bathtub with a vino, uh, maybe falling asleep. The moisturizer? Or the dessert. No, the original vino, which is a, like a bath oatmeal. <laughs> you can eat it though, right? 
eat? I don't know. It was designed for your skin, so Frankie, don't eat a vino. But wait, isn't that place? Isn't there that place called like uh, powdered and sugar that's for your skin? Huh? It's a place right by Yola's. It's called powdered and sugar, and it's and it's a body place. Okay, I believe you. That- Okay, thanks, Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, isn't there a movement going on with cleaning yourself with stuff you can eat? I, I don't, I mean, a vino, I don't even know if they really make that, the original vino anymore, but it was like these packets you put in the bathtub that made, like, yeah, and then you soaked in it. It's supposed to be good for things like hives and shit. I just can't go outside right now. So people... Uh, uh, the people uh, bathe in tomato sauce, right? Isn't that for something? Skunks? Is it skunks? If you, uh, yes, it's either skunk smell or uh, this is when I worked in a deli. They used to say if you got a bad burn, they used to say stick it in tomato sauce instead of water. And I was like, huh? but it totally works. If you don't, while it's in the tomato sauce, you don't feel anything, and then you but serve it. Take it out. Ouch! I thought that the 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 oil, the, the, the what is it? The acid from the tomatoes would would burn you more. No, it doesn't. It's. It, I'm. T- I'm telling you that this this deli trick that I learned working at the deli does work. I don't know why though. You learn any other tricks at the deli? Uh, how to uh, how to how to try to clean a pan so much that you take out the nonstick. It sounds like you fucked something up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was not a good employee of the deli. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you're a teacher now? Yeah, I gotta teach people how to work in a deli. Because you're such a failure <laughs> person. You're like, ah. Oh. What a leap of jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever. How does, one go, how does one go from working at a deli to teaching? I was in high school when I worked at a deli. I was a custodian. How does one, how does one live a life that is more than five years? Right? That's what every guinea Catherine, pig wants to know. Where can we find you this week? Yeah. You can find me at 7 o'clock right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I will be with Art Star Scene Radio tonight. We have a very fun guest, and we'll be talking about some very real things. So come and learn stuff. Or, you know, share. You can always call in. We welcome that. Yeah, share. It's yeah. caring. And again, we are a 501c3 not-for-profit charitable organization, and we have an after-school program. So check that out at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash after-school. We've got apps and a newsletter. All amazing things that you should familiarize yourself with. And again, my life is a fucking garbage So since I, since I pooped earlier in the day, I don't think I have one uh, uh, in me for your place. What do you mean? You're not going to poop in my house? No, I don't think so. Do you usually poop in my house? It's been a while. It's been a while. Since I pooped. Captain, do you know how many times you've accused Frankie of breaking the toilet? Do I what? Do you know how many times you've accused Frankie of breaking the toilet? (laughs) (laughs) No, because I live my life and remember none of it. Yeah, since I've known you, you've accused Frankie of breaking your toilet three times. Really? Yes. (laughs) I don't even remember one time. (laughs) This happened three times. (laughs) This what? Yeah, and then you went on about it for like a week each time. You'd be like, God, goddamn Frankie breaking my toilet. What, what did he break? <laughs> One time it was clogged. Another time the toilet seat was cracked. And I don't know if Frankie did any of this. None of it. Cracked? Yeah. I didn't blame Frankie for the crack. What? Oh, yes, you did. No, I didn't. You, you, yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, did he? Did you crack it more? No. I don't know, man. I probably wasn't even there. <laughs> that doesn't mean you didn't do it. 